Welcome back, my kindred, to Blood and Syrup, a Vampire the Masquerade live play podcast. I am Sylvania Dracul, your host through this world of darkness. Together once more, Doris and Val decided they must reunite their coterie immediately. Meanwhile, Evangeline tried to convince Teddy she was fine, but it ended with slammed doors, and the werewolves left Everett on good terms just before he was recovered by a Red Cell team to be deposed. As the mortals come to realize that New Haven isn't as safe as they had thought, will the Coterie be able to salvage this failing experiment? Abandon hope, all ye who listen here. Everett, you wake up in a robe, um, which is not something that I think you you would have worn even in your human life very often. Uh, no. And it is a uh, it is an unnecessarily nice robe i'm talking like this thing (laughs) it's it's fluffy to a point of absurdity um it is just incredibly soft uh fits you perfectly weighs nothing uh it's like someone managed to form a cloud into a robe and then tied it off uh around you uh it is uh one of the most comfortable things um that uh you could possibly wear um you're also clean um, you, um, an awake, um, to, you know, your, your face just feels, uh, lighter and less, uh, grimy. Uh, it's an odd sensation. Uh, there's might've been some exfoliation that happened. Um, this is not a, not a, a, a an Everett Fry kind of feeling. Um, you can smell kind of a faint hint of, uh, sandalwood seems to kind of be all around you. Uh, and as you open your eyes, um, you find yourself um, in a uh, a darkened room, um, but it's a, it's a midnight blue that's that's very dark. Um, you can see um, sort of curtains and almost um, sort of uh, strings of a, a gossamer fabric kind of draped amidst it. It almost feels like uh, you know how someone would describe um, a constellation in the night sky. Um, there's, uh, seem to be small, um, crystalline objects sewn into these curtains. Um, and there's a, a soothing, um, sort of round pulse of, uh, of a, um, sort of like a, a meditation bowl, um, being spun with a, uh, a small wooden, um, uh, the, the thing I'm thinking of, they're basically like, um, I think almost a mortar and pestle, but uh, yeah. made to create like a nice rhythmic sound. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, that's just kind of constant. Um, and, um, as, uh, as you come to and you, and you start to move, uh, immediately the lights in the room, um, by degrees, uh, begin to rise and the curtains themselves seem to get, uh, brighter, um, at which point, um, you hear a door open, uh, you can't see it because it is, um, sort of also behind a curtain to not ruin the, the aesthetic. Um, but, uh, someone comes in with an extraordinarily elaborate wheelchair. Like this thing looks like it fell out of Bioshock infinite. Like it's fully <laughs> gilt gold, um, high backed, um, like it, it's just, you know, the, the, the site of luxury. Um, and, uh, behind it, there is a, uh, a kindred wearing, um, uh, the same sort of dark blue. Um, uh, it's almost a, um, I think somewhere between scrubs and, um, and a, a gi. So kind of like, um, scrub material, but, but tied across the side. Um, and, uh, um, just very 
put together um, looking uh, looking guy, you know, hair slicked back, that kind of um, friendly, approachable grin that only like a professional of this kind of business could ever really pull off for like, oh, you're rich and need our services. This is the best day of my life. Um, kind of smile. Uh, and he, um, he just sort of rolls, uh, rolls the wheelchair up and says, uh, uh, yes, uh, good evening. Uh, Sheriff Fry, uh, it's it's a pleasure to meet you. Uh, uh, my name is uh, Sarenin, and I'll be uh, attending to your needs uh, while you're here, um, at least until uh, you're scheduled uh, flesh crafting uh, later today, which will, I believe, uh, take care of a lot of your mobility concerns. But uh, in the meantime, um, the uh, well, the council is rather excited, I believe, to uh, to speak to you. Uh, and I'm sure you have questions for them as well. So um, if you need a moment uh, to collect yourself, to just breathe in the air, to to sense yourself, maybe set an intention for the day, uh, I'm happy to leave you to that. Alternatively, if you'd like to get going, please let me know. I'll be behind the privacy curtain. If you need me, just call for me. Uh, <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> I think I think we can just go. Oh, that's wonderful. all right with you of course honestly <laughs> um a, a good day's sleep in one of our isolation pods has this effect we we hear it all the time and he's already getting you into the chair like it it's it's you know it, he um he's very careful you know he he's weaving in asking your permission to move you and all that sort of stuff but he it manages to speak in pure uninterrupted customer service while doing that um so he uh he helps you um settle into it um and uh just says uh you know like um uh i i hope you you don't mind uh we did take the liberties of uh just doing the standard um arrangement of of the pod of the space we weren't sure what your preference would be and we certainly didn't want to try you in one of our more far-flung themes uh in the off chance that that wouldn't give you the kind of uh experience that we're known for here so i, I hope you enjoyed a uh, night sky it's our it's our standard and one we're rather proud of. Did you indeed have a good day's sleep? Uh, they they all kind of feel the same. I've found. Ah, oh, yes, yes, of, of of course, sir. And just a slight hint of disappointment, like just just a, a, a yeah. miniscule, like a, a soupçon of of sadness. <laughs> um, and um, with that, um. He um, sort of uh, wheels you around to the entrance. He moves the uh, the curtain that's covering the door aside um, and uh, wheels you out um, into a hallway. You're immediately struck um, by uh, just kind of a um, a sharp, fresh scent of a pine. Um, it smells, you know, like being in a forest. Um, there's no hint of chemical to it. Um, and the place is brilliantly lit. It is literally like stepping out into daylight. Um, and uh, you find yourself in kind of a long um, a long hallway. There are several other doors uh, lining it. Everything's very rounded. Uh, everything looks kind of like Apple designed it. Um, and uh, you can see that um, the, uh, the hallway you're in, um, so one side is doors, the other side opens up um, into a large sort of indoor um, uh, forested oasis. There are pine trees. There's a little. Um, there's a little pool. Uh, seems to you know have some steam coming off of it, and you can see um, people milling about, uh, kind of in this indoor park. Looking up, you can see there is a dome 
Um, and uh, it is being uh, lit by what's clearly non-UV light, um, but uh, you seem to be in, in some sort of uh, spa or resort. Cernan, uh, how long should I expect to be here? Ah, well, I, I do believe that will uh, be, be up to the council and up to uh, uh, how long it takes to uh, complete your business. I'm afraid they, they don't uh, tell me much about the business uh, side of things here. Um, but uh, Lord Tostarosa said that um, he does expect that business will be uh, completed uh, by evening's end. Uh, whether you choose to stay beyond that is, of course, your business, not mine. Uh, but we sincerely hope you do enjoy your stay here for, for as long as you choose to stay. Uh, well, I, I do have to uh, get back to my 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 position as sheriff. I'm I'm sure you understand. Uh, yes, of course. Uh, Lord Tostro outstanding says, work to be done. Speaks highly of New Haven uh, and is quite pleased with how his investments in it uh, have have continued to grow. Um, between you and me, I do believe he is somewhat concerned about the recent events, but. Um, I'm sure you'll be able to sort that out. You are, after all, the sheriff, or at least you might be by the end of the day. Uh, as I understand, there's a confirmation hearing uh, scheduled, which uh, is is quite more excitement than we usually get around here. Usually the excitement of the day is uh, who shows up late to hot yoga and can't uh, participate in, in that day's Bikram session. But uh, today it would seem we have something else afoot. So uh, uh, very exciting. Con- confirmation hearing? Uh Yes, sir. As I understand, you were never officially inducted as sheriff, and I uh, believe the council intends to determine whether or not uh, the title stays. And he starts pushing you down the hall. Uh, meanwhile, uh, Val, um, mm-hmm. you wake up um, in your place frustrated with no yeah. answers. Um, but at least today, you know, everyone's getting back together. Um, Mm -hmm. it's, you know, a normal ish night, which means everyone's going to show up. Doris is obviously already there, which is always so convenient. Um, but, uh, and Val just do her usual because she drives Evangeline to work. So it would just be the usual wake up, eat some blood that's in the fridge in the apartment, you know, you're like, see you later, kid to the sun, get the car. Go to Evangeline's house and just park out front of it. She's uh, just gonna assume it's gonna be normal. The one, uh, the one abnormal thing you've experienced so far this morning is uh, your place is actually pretty tidy um, when you go to leave, uh, and you know it wasn't your son, but you get the sense that his friends are the kind of friends who are like, <laughs> I, I want your mom to like us. Uh, so it's not clean, clean. <laughs> it's teenager attempted to. So like the pizza boxes are stacked. And are like flush in a in a cube. Uh, they're still dirty and they're still out. Yeah, the and... the important part, obviously. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like the napkins have been restacked. Um, the you know, like the dishes aren't done, but they're near the sink. Uh, you know, all 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 that good good full clean stuff. Um, but uh, he and his yeah, buds are still think, at it. I think that uh, yeah, Val would side eye that only in the is the weed that good if they <laughs> didn't make a bigger mess. <laughs> Um, yeah, one of them is clearly holding, uh, like a, a too large a toke in his mouth as you come out. She's like, mm-hmm. Yeah. Good. Good night. Good night. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and uh, yeah, you, you make your way to uh, Evangeline's house. Evangeline, um, you wake up. Oh, uh, uh, sorry, I should get rouse checks from uh, non-Everett folk. Uh, yeah, so maybe. Val, if you could roll me a rouse check, please. Mm, that's a fail for me. So hungry. Yep. Mm, so hungry. Oh, that's um, so, uh, a fail as well. You go to the fridge, and the fridge is bare. Uh, they've been partying all night, and there's right. there's also been some disruptions at the hospital, so no no blood. There's uh, more than enough Mountain Dew, but no blood. Um, and uh, Doris, we'll, we'll get to you in a sec, but yep, um, so fail, fail on yours as well, which I think makes sense. I mean, after ingesting a spider climb potion, I feel like your body's probably been put through the ringer a bit that, that's that's enough to 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 sure. get a, a good hunger going uh evangeline mm-hmm. what do we get for you oh fail oh yeah <laughs> we're having a good morning yeah I, I it makes sense she was she was not rested do you uh do evangeline you can can rise an hour before sunset just oh, for free right. yep. and you can bet she did she's just like up there uniform on just like ready to get out of the house oh yeah gotcha. i can do that too <laughs> Awesome. So you're both up an hour early, which is great. Um, You get some time to yourselves. Um, uh, Evangeline, uh, you know, you got to make it past Teddy to get out the door uh, because he's clearly back in his nest uh, in the living room. Uh, What's uh, what's your plan here? Uh, Percy's got his matching like coat that he has like a little like uh, our it's kind of like a beige color, right? Our uniforms. Like, so he's got his little matching jacket um, with like sheriff's office on the back of it. <laughs> he's got and, like a little uh, deputy jacket. Yeah. And it's, That's yeah. Horrible. And uh, of course, Percy is everything <laughs> to Evangeline. Um, I like that they would not have issued that. You would have had to get it through Etsy. Like, this yeah. is not a, this is not a department <laughs> issue thing. It's not standard issue. Yeah. Cleopatra yeah. isn't like, of course, but also tiny <laughs> jackets for the dog. Um, uh, so it's it's just she does her best to go. She goes downstairs, grabs like a bag of blood to go from like the fridge, and is just like, "Come on, Percy, let's go! All right, let's go! Get, getting out the door." And it's just like she's yeah, just like out there trying to you. trying to ignore Teddy. Yeah. So um, he hears you come down the stairs, obviously, but he's yeah. also just ignoring you. Um, you notice that he is watching the weather uh, from your old station. Um, <laughs> um, and uh, out you go uh, to meet uh, and, Val and Cherry. I, uh, Evangeline, I think, spotting that, literally laughs like Laura just laughed, <laughs> which is just like, in her mind, it's like, I don't know what what he thinks he's doing. Like, what he's reaction he's wants out of me, but like this was not the way to get a positive reaction, and so she just she, she's out. She's out yep. of there. Fair enough. Um, so uh, you uh, you meet Val uh, and Cherry outside. Uh, Val, how do you feel about dogs in your car? Percy's cool. Oh, okay. <laughs> Yeah, we're we're okay with cool Percy. Dog. Yeah, all right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, great. So, um, Evangeline, you you get in the car. Um, do you guys say anything to each other, or do you just drive in silence? Uh, well, for one thing, Val is slept in her clothes and is still just spooky military Val, <laughs> with her glasses on and everything. So, I think if they drive in silence for long enough, Val just you okay? And Evangeline turns and looks at. 
Val's clothing and says, are you? (laughs) Not until we find the fucking sheriff. (sighs) Yeah. And it just kind of hits Evangeline that it's like, oh, it's just back to work. (laughs) Yep. Like another day, another. God. Oh, right. This job she hates. Shit. Uh, Doris, uh, you're up an hour before sunset. Uh, mm-hmm. You're hungry. Um, I have to do my daily Taylor Taylor reading though. Amazing. That's that's what she does in the extra hour. That is honestly a very good use of that hour. Mm-hmm. Evangeline just sat in angry silence and dressed the dog. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, that was important. <laughs> yeah, no, I get it. I get it. Uh, Claire, do you want to pull a random card? From from the internet, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think it was more like because um, yeah, they're no, random, you... random animals from various random decks of all right, over right, right. time. Okay, yeah, fair enough. So, um, why don't you let's have you roll okay. um, instead of pulling a random card? Uh, let's go with um, cult. Yeah, definitely a cult and. and- What's your what's your key stat? What's the the attribute that it, that is like strongest for you? I would probably say like um mental you mean mentally wise? Yeah. Intelligence. Great. So let's go with that. All right. That's rolling all my dice. Uh 1 2 3. Ooh, okay. Um that is 1 2 3 4 four successes. Okay, four successes. Um, so, uh, what what uh, what animal do you pull? Uh, a Komodo dragon. Komodo dragon. Mm. Um, so uh, you pull the Komodo dragon, and it's um, a sort of a beautifully ornate uh, drawing of of uh, the beast. None none of that awkward the way they kind of walk stumble. Uh, it's just uh, it's pure badassery. Um, with the the amount of successes you rolled, uh, this is a very fortuitous card uh, from Ooh. your your particular deck. Um, you uh, you got it um, uh, during a uh, a particularly nice period in your life where um, you actually did have like a decent support structure around you. It was pre Cleopatra, but it was post pyramid. And it was like a, a brief window uh, before literally the cops broke it up. It had nothing to do with, you know, kindred life. It was just like a string of opium dens and like, you know, the people who ran them were super nice. The people so who were there. Nice. As much, but the people who ran them were great. Um, so the police raided them um, and uh, and you you lost touch with, uh, with, with the folks who had sheltered you for a time. Um, but uh, one of them gifted you this card from their deck, which was also a, 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 an unorthodox deck. And what you always remember, uh, or what you associate with this card most heavily, is that that feeling of community and and togetherness. Um, mm. So the world may be out of balance, um, but given that you know you got to find the sheriff, this is an incredibly fortuitous card for that. This really, to you, seems like no, like Komodo De- Komodo Dragon means we'll all be together somewhere safe. That's what this card means. Um, That's nice. And if anyone tries to fuck with that, we'll rip them apart because that's what a Komodo dragon does. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, it's it's a comforting card uh, on both counts. Uh, it, mm-hmm. it serves both your desire to get the band back together and to do tremendous violence to Dylan Zane and the Pyramid. So like, good good card. Yeah, it's a good morning card. Love that. She puts it under her hat. Awesome. 
Um, so um, having uh, done that, um, you come downstairs uh, just to, in time to meet um, Val and eventually as they roll up, uh, Sheriff Barty is also there. Um, now that there's been some time, he's, uh, he's back in there. Um, Troy, despite being on probation was given the day off, um, because he fell asleep, uh, while cleaning a cat box, which is not a great thing for an on duty cop. <laughs> um, so, uh, it's, uh, it's just Barty when you arrive and, um, he, uh, he's got a file ready for you, Val on, um, the crime scene and kind of what they, uh, assessed based on what you saw of what was going on there odds of them actually turning up something new are slim but you know you like procedure it's nice to have um and uh yeah uh barty uh just um kind of like tipping up his hat with one one finger as he finishes his like night coffee which is like he just works on these all day uh, and then he goes somehow can still sleep despite having drank a metric ton of coffee just okay well um uh, yeah, we got we got uh, we got the report there for you. So there's all that information. Uh, so that's everything we found uh, from uh, from the crime scene there. Uh, I tell you, it was a hell of a night, hell of a night. Uh, okay, so uh, you got that. Um, we don't know where the sheriff is. Uh, hopefully soon. Uh, I trust you. You you, you you you'll figure that out. Um, also, there. Uh, like I hate to tell you this, there's going to be a press conference later tonight. So uh, one of y'all's got to talk to them. Um, all right, it's all in the file. Uh, I gotta go. And uh, he uh, he books it out the door before any of you can respond because there's no <laughs> fucking way he's sticking around. Uh, he he knows this is a good way to die. Um, so uh, he uh, he leaves, and I think if you're yelling objections or whatever, he's just doing the like, oh yeah, yeah, okay. As he uh, he fucks off out the door. I love talking to people. <laughs> It's Claire, otherwise known as Doris Francis Barbara, here to talk to you about signing up for the Dum Dums and Dice Patreon. Not only will you be supporting the company and our ability to keep making amazing shows for you, but you'll get chances to interact and engage with the Dum Dums community and even insert yourself into the shows themselves. For only a dollar a month, you get access to our Discord. For five a month, you get ad-free feeds for Dum Dums and Dragons and the Valentine Heresy. For 15 a month, you can name NPCs in our series and get exclusive access to monthly tips, tricks, and traps videos where our DMs will help you run the best games you can run. And for 25 a month, we'll thank you each episode and you get to create a unique NPC that will live in the world of Dum Dums and Dragons, Blood and Syrup, or the Valentine Heresy. To join the Patreon, go to patreon.com slash dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B-D-U-M-B-D-I-C-E. Thanks for your support, and I'll see you in New Haven. I'll talk fucking to people. Great, Doris. Good. Good. Fucking talk to the fucking people. Fuck what are we talking holding about? Holding papers. <laughs> Uh, so it would seem uh, that in light of the the, the local citizenry's uh, concern, um, uh, several things have happened over the course of the day. Uh, the first being uh, that a couple of uh, very enterprising uh, mortals have uh, decided that with everything going on in town, it's time that uh, someone was covering the news of New Haven. Um, so... The News Haven podcast has launched. 
and will be uh, one of uh, there will be several concerned citizens as well as News Haven um, will be uh, coming by sometime during the night uh, to get an official statement uh, from the sheriff's department uh, about the town hall massacre and what occurred at the hospital. Um, uh, the people are concerned. Um, there's an election to cover, uh, but they they want the official statement uh, from from you guys as well. Um, there's a, a link to a website that just says like coming soon and has like a logo that's clearly been made in one of those like easy to make logo programs. So it's in like probably Comic Sans or something. No, they wanted to look official. So like, you know, it's just a strong Times New Roman. Like they didn't bother to find a better one. They're just, Garamond was sitting right there like, fuck you, get out of here. No, Times New Roman, baby. Um, <laughs> newspaper it's fine. <laughs> yeah, 100%. They're like New York Times, Times New Roman. Really, what could go wrong? Um but uh, yes, so um, a news source will be stopping by uh, sometime over the course of the evening to get an official statement. Marty's given some recommendations, but this is also well beyond his uh, his capabilities. And I think you can see he started to write a statement and then the, mm. it just trails off like Millpool, where it's just like, I I got nothing. There's like a big coffee stain on it. And it's just like, no, I'm, I, I'm out. I got, I got nothing. Doris will read more about what this press conference is, and then she'll kind of look at Evangeline and just say, one second thought. I like talking to people, but I don't like being recorded by the evil camera. So perhaps, Evangeline, you should you should take this. Weren't you on them before? Well, well, I well, I I was, but that they steal your soul. But we don't have but, them anymore. So, uh, uh, and just kind of splutters for a little bit until she composes are herself. You, are you um, all right? Uh, I, I just, are, I don't, are you sure you want, are you sure you want me speaking for all, all of us? Like, well, it should be the sheriff, but he's somewhere not here. <laughs> well, why don't, no, we just insist that we wait until Sheriff Fry gets back and that's, but That's I don't fine. think it's a good idea that they know that he's gone. Perhaps we should find him. Well, wait. Yeah, wait. We don't know. He's still not found. Yeah. What the sh? The big fucking. Problem okay. No, right no, 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 no. Press conferences can wait. We have more serious business to attend to. Evangeline does not fucking want to do this, and will take any opening. <laughs> well, well, look, look, we'll fucking try to find him. If not, you can do it and say you're giving the sheriff's notes or whatever. Look, look, Barty wrote it for you. Hands over the sheet with just scribbles. Oh, up. I just, I just need to read a statement. There you go. I'm sure he's very eloquent. I, I can read a state. I can read a statement. All right, fine. That's taken Fuck. care of. Now let's find Sheriff Fry. Right. How? That is indeed the question <laughs> of the night. Uh, meanwhile, back at uh, the spa, uh, Everett, you're being um, wheeled um, sort of down a, a series of ramps toward um, this this kind of uh, oasis space. Uh, is there anything you'd be asking, uh, Saranen? I'd be asking if I could make a phone call. Um, he... Uh, he kind of like gives you one of those like, ooh, looks um, and just says, uh, 
Um, we unfortunately don't allow uh, devices um, inside uh, the walls of, uh, of uh, the resort here. Um, we found that it uh, often creates an unnecessary technological intrusion into the sense of calm and well-being that we're really going for um, here at uh, Torpor Springs. Um, I know many of us have lived for a long time, but it is amazing how uh, new technology can still find ways of interfering with even our own life, is it not? Um, but I'm sure after uh, your your meeting, uh, you'll certainly be allowed to make a call. I imagine there are some people who might be concerned that you haven't checked in just yet. Um, yeah. I know we certainly were when, uh, well, uh, the rest of our guests arrived just fine, but uh, when, when uh, your helicopter did not arrive, the um, uh, Lord Tostarosa was quite concerned, quite concerned, which is, of course, why we uh, dispatched our um, associates there to uh, to come find you. Sure, uh, yeah, yeah. Might might make a good argument for getting a telephone so that you don't have to black bag someone out of a hospital when you want to talk to them. Uh, sir, I certainly wouldn't know anything about that. And uh, we do have a telephone just in the front office space away from uh, all of our guests. Well, can it's I use that after, after calm this? here, Mr. Fry? We don't allow phones. And yes, you can use it after the meeting, I assume. But that will, of course, be up to my boss, Lord Tostarosa. All right. I'm going to need you to dial for me. I can't. I can't yes. move. Sir, that's absolutely fine. I've done far worse for far worse people. Um, and with that, um, he wheels you into uh, what uh, should realistically be described as a glade um, within this um, sort of within this dome um, and uh, perhaps to um, your your surprise or perhaps just uh, inevitably um, you see uh, the city council members um, each kind of uh, each in their own way um, sort of around uh, this this sort of central hot spring pool Um uh, as you get closer, you realize that the place is is, is relatively cleared out uh, aside from uh, uh, these folks. And they are all arriving. Uh, they clearly got word that you were awake uh, and are making their way in. Um, you see the members of town council, or at least the surviving ones, uh, gathered around uh, this glade in their own way. They're each kind of wearing their own variation of of the, uh, the spa outfit. Uh, you certainly see some robes. Um, uh, Tenten Quarantino is wearing just like a micro string bikini. Um, you know, she is letting that full Nosferatu, uh, vibe swing. It's, it's just tied on. There's really like, she's a spooky skeletal creature. So there's really not, not much to, to tie on to, but damn it. She found, found the place, um, has like giant, uh, like, uh, Helena Bonham Carter sunglasses, um, and, uh, improbably a swim cap. Hmm. Um, uh, you've got, um, uh, Kevin LaFleur, um, who is really having none of this. He's wearing, um, the same, uh, same robe you are, but like a toned down version that's less fluffy. Um, it's in the, the sort of midnight blue, um, of it. Uh, his, uh, his daughter, uh, Lorcan is there as well. She is, uh, in the same robe you are, um, has big sunglasses on and actually has a blood bag on a, on an IV. Um, roller uh, clearly um, still affected by uh, the uh, the attack and uh, and um, suffering the same effects that Evangeline did. Um, most notably, um, you have uh, 
Viron Henron, the uh, the Toreador representative, um, we recall uh, wears like a, a uh, popcorn, like like an old timey movie theater popcorn outfit while he works at a pet store. Um, he is not that right now. He is. Uh, if that was like Tom Hiddleston forced into some indignity by Thor, uh, this is Tom Hiddleston living his best life mid uh, Loki. He is just like full on robe. He's wearing like a Daniel Craig micro bathing suit. Um, he's got like just a you know drink in hand. He's got like a, a martini glass with blood. He's wearing big uh, like just a, absurd flip flops. Um, you know like uh, really expensive sunglasses. Uh, his hair is immaculate. Um, he's actually just peeling a mask as you arrive um, and just kind of like throwing it to the floor where someone's like quickly catching it. Um, but you can tell that here he is very much in his element and out from under um, the kind of restrictions put on him in, uh, in New Haven is really living up his, his best, uh, his best life. Um, think like I'm kind of imagining his sort of demeanor here is like if David Rose from Shit's Creek still had money, never learned any lessons, and then went to a very expensive <laughs> spa. Like just full on, like this place exists purely to serve whatever the fuck I feel like at any given time. And it better be perfect or I will have words. Um, and uh, as uh, you um, uh, sort of are wheeled up, uh, he just turns and says, oh, finally. Honestly, Detective Fry falling from the sky. Ugh. I mean, it's impressive, sure, but tick tock, Sheriff. Um, also notably present is Fabian Lacroix, uh, surprisingly not in her jail cell anymore, um, who is uh, similarly being guided into the, the, the glade um, by whatever her version of Saarinen is. Um, she also looks disoriented and... Um, uh, Everett, you you imagine that uh, she probably got black bagged the same way you did, because um, she's definitely looking around in a very like what the fuck way, but is immediately trying to um, reestablish herself as as high status, which is tough when you're like wearing you know fluffy slippers that you you don't normally wear. So she's kind of like trying to walk in like a runway model way while still like awkwardly flip flopping uh, a little bit, um, and uh, the two of you I think almost share a glance of of what the fuck? Um, cause you're both kind of, uh, out of sorts. Um, but then the, uh, uh, that moment is shattered as, as, um, two further black bagged, uh, stretchers are brought up and kind of wheeled up, uh, to the center, um, with, uh, a honor guard of, um, uh, red cell on both sides. Uh, notably there's two in front um, on kind of either side of these stretchers, two back, and then one in the middle of each um, with a gun uh, pointed at uh, the black bags, um, kind of on like Jurassic Park. If the Raptor gets out, you shoot it kind of duty. Um, and following them is um, a man who is, uh, think like a, like an Andy Dick type. So um, kind of a big kind of explosion of curly yellow hair, very triangular face, um, he's wearing an, an outfit, uh, similar to what, uh, Viron Henron is wearing, but, uh, he does not have, uh, the bearing or the presence, uh, or the body to pull it off. Um, so, um, you know, it's just like this, this pasty, like, you know, thin triangle of chest, tangled chest hair, blonde chest hair, um, wearing like this little micro bikini kind of thing. 
Uh, he's wearing incredibly expensive runners. Um, and uh, to your rage, Everett, you notice he's got a cell phone on his belt. Um, and um, he uh, he walks up um, behind uh, these two uh, black bagged stretchers um, and just says, ah, Detective Fry. Oh, welcome. Welcome. I'm so sorry. It was such a bumpy ride in here, man. I'm going to have words with these fucking mercenary assholes. <laughs> anyway, welcome to Torpor Springs. Uh, welcome to, I guess you're hearing. Um, and uh, well, yeah, let's. Uh, what do you say we all get together and, uh, you know, figure out what the future of this little town's going to be? Uh, and then after that, uh, we can figure out uh, which one of these two is the traitor and kill them. Uh, and he gestures to the uh, the two black bags, uh, which you realize now that they're a bit closer, uh, have names printed on them. Uh, you have uh, Eric, Fra uh, Eric Francis, the representative of the caitiff, and Horatio Sundrop, the representative of the Malkavians. And he just says, because if it wasn't one of them, it's one of you. Which means I'll just have to kill all of you, right? And then he sips his drink and says, Now come on, let's have fun. This episode of Blood and Syrup features the voices of Tyler Hewitt at Tyler underscore Hewitt on Twitter, Claire Blackwood at Claire Blackwood on Twitter, Del Borvik at Deltastic on Twitter, Laura Hamstra at EL Hamstring on Twitter, and storyteller Tom McGee at McGeeTD on Twitter. This episode was edited and mixed by Laura Hamstra, and Blood and Syrup's artwork was created by Del Borvik at delborvik.com. That's D-E-L-B-O-R-O-V-I-C. Our theme songs are What's Really Going On Right Now by Chase Allen Willis and Traffic by Kai Engel, and our ads use the tracks No Control and Chiefs by Jazzar, J-A-H-Z-Z-A-R. All of their music is available at freemusicarchive.org. When it comes to Dum Dums and Dice, you can visit our website at dumdumdice.com, our Twitter and Instagram at dumdumdice, and on Facebook at facebook.com slash dumdumdice. We also have merchandise available at redbubble.com slash people slash dumdumdice. And most importantly, you can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. Sleep well, my kindred. Sleep well in this world of darkness. Dum Dums and Dice has to give a special thank you to the supreme beings of our Patreon at this time. The Half-Blind Prophet, Christopher Little, Sue One, George Dolby, Richard Cranium, Sammy Boy, Orion Birchfield, Scott Garland, Benjamin V, Gavin and Abby McDonald, Logan, Fire Unfriendly, Acrix, Grandma Likes D&D, &D, Alan, Austin Nut Powers Fry, Stabby Stranger, Glitch Trick, Roman Brown, Shulzari, Christian Mendez, Spot Allen, Flynn1138, Alorain Okapi, and Jill and Noel Laplante. If you want your name to be added to this list, you can join our Patreon too at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. Thanks to them, and a little bit of thanks to you. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish.